the real ones will look at me and be like, fuck, you hold the power, bro. Like, I respect the shit out of you for saying no. Because food's a hard one, man, for everybody, dude. I've quit heroin, meth, alcohol. I've done all that shit, and I did it hard. And food, that's the hardest. So... Any one of you, all you guys here that are disciplined every day and tracking your macros and shit, my hat goes off to you guys because you guys are strong as fuck because food is the hardest thing to discipline yourself with. Everything else is easy. Welcome to the Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. If you're listening to this, you're about to witness some of the most incredible transformations that have ever happened on the planet. And just by listening to this, you will be inspired to have your own transformation. If you're listening to this for the first time or you're one of the brothers in the brotherhood, go leave a review on the podcast and let the brother or member know how amazing they did and how incredible their transformation was. I'm Kyle Carnahan, founder of Superhuman Fathers. And not only am I gonna change your life, I'm going to get you ripped as fuck. If you guys don't know, Josh, we're going to talk about this. This savage wakes up at 1.30 in the morning every morning or something. Every day. He's, he's got to get it done before work. He's, a, he's insane. He probably should be sleeping right now. Maybe he doesn't sleep. I don't know. We're yeah. going to find all. We're going to find out right, right now. now. We'll let people come in now. And Kyle, Josh, he wanted to be in here. But he's on the uh, he's on a on a on the flight with Andy Elliott and I I don't even know some other big names so if he, if he can make it he's coming but um he's I think he might be flying on their jet so it's kind of psycho yeah I saw that it's all good. he sends he sends the love bro and we're, we're astonished not surprised because of who you are we met you at our our men's event in person and um, maybe I'll get into that a little bit. One of my biggest, I get a little, um, am I going to do this right now? When I see shit like this, I get really emotional. Because I know the hard work and Josh has a daughter, my or, uh, same age as my daughter. And she's similar. And uh, he made this post. Just like at the lake of what he was last year. And and now he showed up this year for. And I, I know that feeling. And I know the moment my daughter drew me with abs. And uh, I'm no guru. I still yell at her sometimes. <laughs> but at least, you know, I'm showing up that way. And I know Josh has felt that. I know he's felt that. He shared it. And so I meet Josh online. He joins the program, but like he's communicating with me on Instagram. And I'm I'm watching him. I follow him really quickly after he follows me. And he's like, dude, I just appreciate your example and all this. And I'm looking at him like he's getting up at 1.30 and he's got all the stuff that he says on his Instagram. It's fire. And I'm like, bro, I, I like I'm I'm nothing. What are you talking about? And yet he knows he's such a savage. But he's still communicating me, with me, making me feel powerful, making me feel good, asking me questions. And then I'm talking to him and he purchased the, the, our men's event. He's like, I'm coming out of my Harley, which was terrible. 
It was like a rain. It was freezing the whole time, like hailing on him. He it rained, but he made it. He's like his hands are like stuck like this, uh, and uh, you know that's when I was doing my cold plunges because it was winter time. I'd committed for the whole winter, and so it was fun to connect there. But I just meet him, and he had just this energy of I knew, I knew he was go that he was going places this way. Like there was no question, and he was all selfless. Everything was nothing was about him. Everything was just excited to meet people and share his insight and share what he was accomplishing. And, um, and so Josh, I need you, I need you to know how appreciative uh, you are. And I know we're going through restructuring in the program with monks and all this stuff and, you know, coming to the monk movement. But there was that moment uh, where I just was like, I, I need this guy around me. And that invite since then, since that event, you know, I, I, I still feel that. And so, you, 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 the energy you bring, everyone feels it. They feel the love. And I, I know that you're able to attach meaning to the hard mornings when you're up at one thirty, right? Which sometimes I'm up late. So we'll text each other. <laughs> He's getting up and I'm just falling asleep. But I, I know, I know that you're doing that. I know that you're able to attach meaning to that and that you understand your impact or else you won't be able to do it. And so this is this is this is big Josh. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna shut up. We're gonna add, yeah, I gave no prep on this. We have we have our, our Zooms planned out for the next weeks, but this one we had it open. I was like, hey, you're you're just posted. You want to pull this trigger and do it? And I even sent him questions. So he's he's on the spot right now. Yeah, hey, appreciate you uh calling on me this morning. I had a feeling it was gonna happen. I just didn't know when and uh, Dude, honestly, I don't even like talking about myself. <laughs> I know. But back in so the day, I used to be all about myself, right? Um, now I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, how, why do I wake up so early? Well, one, I have to. Uh, I got to be to work at 4.30 in the morning, like starting, because I'm a supervisor out there. Um, so just getting into that mindset to even do that, this didn't happen overnight right like this is 18 months and mm. the, the works trust yep. me when i first started getting into the swing of things and and making all these changes it it, it wasn't easy there was a, there was times where i backstepped a lot there was times where i missed my wake-ups there was um times where i missed my workouts uh you know fell short on macros and this and that and um even wasn't honest on those, you know what I mean? But there was always something that I was doing and that was in perfect action. I was taking the daily action and that was the biggest thing. And the other big thing is I actually followed through with it, right? Because um, I've never followed through with it. I've followed through to a certain degree in my life but then I would always find some sort of excuse or maybe a self-sabotage that yeah that's what it was it was always self-sabotage because I never felt worthy enough to make it to a certain point or felt some type of way about Sometimes. myself right um, yeah wow but maybe I would lie to myself and say no it's because I was bored or this and that and I would try to like tell myself it was people places and things that was the problem and so I would just take the back steps and quit what I was doing. Um, 
and to just start self-sabotaging myself. And I've been doing that since I was like freaking 15 years old, you know? I always excel real quick at something. And then I'd get to a point where I didn't feel like I was worthy enough to achieve it. So then I would self-sabotage it. Just, And uh, this is the first time where I haven't done that. Um, you know, 18 months later, this is the best shape I've well, ever let's, been. Let's get, let's get yeah. Well, we'll just get into the questions then. We'll we'll play that. What what how, what's changed? What's um, different now? Well, I think over time, you know, with open mindedness and honesty, and taking that action, not only did I open myself up to um, like the physical aspect of it, like obviously that was that was happening. With the actions that I was taking, but I was also shifting my mindset and my heart. And through listening to guys like you and everyone in this group and doing starting to like take reflections and listening to other people kind of opened my heart up to something bigger than myself, who now I accept as as God, you right. So there was a spiritual shift in me. That's the difference now. So I used to. I, I think I realized that I was filling a God-shaped hole with everything else. And I was missing every time, right? So I feel like that's what I've done differently this time. I, I think that, I, what man. I really, Someone really just asked. when I really I, realized that is at that surfcation when uh during the breath work and when freaking Ox saw God <laughs> and I saw the change in his eyes. <laughs> When I saw, and then to Corey Gallup and everything, like honestly, certification changed me like 100%. Being there and around you guys, 100%, that changed me. Now, I knew this was the right group when I connected with you guys at first, like, because before I joined you guys, I was with Wes Watson for a year. And um, that worked to a certain point. But honestly, I, I took the reins myself at some point and was just doing it on my own, kind of like, in the, in the in the background um yeah. but then my wife signed up with whitney and i started joining the marriage uh, mastery calls on saturdays oh. and uh I was on like, those guys those saturday calls are fire other yeah. than this tuesday well, interview right here go to marriage mastery <laughs> yeah but what it was is just seeing like the family aspect of it and then something else that was drawn to me about it is maybe um, that spirituality part was kind of um, coming out of Kyle at that time, but I always find myself kind of drawn to godly men. I don't know what it is. It's just the power that you guys have. And uh, I want to talk about God a lot, I think, right now. I think we've been talking about yeah. God and spirituality a lot lately, honestly. Probably the last, since I joined with you guys, it's just been getting into that level and it's been awesome. But um I used to think godly men were weak men, right? I used to just do everything opposite of that, shy away from it, despise it, whatever, this and that. But honestly, through physical change, mindset change, and opening myself up, I, I've been continuously being drawn to that. And now I see that godly men are way more powerful than I ever could be. And now I want that for myself. And now I'm becoming that myself. Yeah. So. I love that. So what we're going to break into another question here. How much, how tall are you? How much weight did you start in your process and how, how where are you at now? 
Okay. And Jack, you're shredded. Um, I'm 41 years old. Um, I'm five nine, and the heaviest I was at when I started was 270 pounds. And uh, honestly, That's that cool. was because I was treating myself like shit. I hated myself. I was drinking alcoholically for years. Backstory is um, I was clean and sober for eight years. And then uh, eventually I started taking my life back and doing it, living it on my own terms. I, I used to have a foundation of re recovery. That guy on the left is what happens when you live life on your own terms and um, do everything your own way. At least that's that's my story. And then I would find every excuse of why I needed the drink or this and that, man. I mean, that's my biggest vice was alcohol, man. And then along with that was food, right? So that was a constant battle, man. Like I would just go through this freaking loop for six years. My relapse lasted six years, man. Like I went from eight years wow. clean and sober, doing recovery, going to meetings, this and that. And then I, and then I, I and then I call it like a spiritual relapse where I just kind of got a resentment or whatever and kind of shied away from my foundation I was doing spiritually like prayer meditation and then um, I relapsed mentally where I started thinking about it and like oh you know what I got this I, I think I'm okay I've, I've I've handled it long enough that I think I can go back and I'll be okay this time around right and then came the physical relapse where I actually took action in doing it and I knew right from the beginning that was wrong and I wore masks and I hid that shit from people for a long way and um one way that I um, hide myself from people is I just push everyone away. So that's part of my story too, is I pushed a lot of friendships and stuff away and just burnt bridges. Why? Because I was too embarrassed of them seeing my, where I was failing because I felt ashamed of that. Yeah. So six years of when that you look, mental, when you look at yourself, that I put myself through, that was a battle, man. When you looked at yourself in the mirror then, and maybe not just physically, but just when you reflected on yourself then versus who you are right now, what's the biggest difference? I love myself. That's it. How I'm good does that feel? proud of what I see in the mirror, dude. You kidding me? I, could, I didn't even want to look at myself in the mirror during that time. And then there would be times where I'd be like, that's it. I wake up in the morning. I'm done. Like today's the day I'm fucking taking my power back. And then by that evening, I had already forgotten about it. And then I started negotiating with myself of every reason why I deserve to have another drink. And I work hard. My, my wife's a stay at home mom. I, I make the money. I provide for my family. Um, I'm stressed at work, whatever it may be, just whatever excuse we give ourselves, right? And I just go right back to that, man, constant. So I have two questions. We're going to take them in order, whichever you want. I want you to define what it means to love yourself and your perspective. What does that even mean? And number two, was there a moment that you know that it switched over where you finally realized something? was it earned was it a gift from above what when did this happen when did you switch to understand that you actually love yourself those are two kind of that was a bunch of questions <laughs> yeah 
Well, shoot. Was it a surprise when it happened? I, th I think so. It's kind of like a light switch. Just, I don't know what it was, man, to be honest. But what, what it feels to love myself is to do these daily disciplines that, you know, that you guys provide us that blueprint. I wake up every morning. Well, actually, it's not even about me anymore. Honestly, I love myself enough to make it where it ain't about me anymore. Transcendence, bro. Let's it go. A, it was selfish at first, right? Because I had a vision. And I knew what needed to be done. I didn't want to be that guy anymore. So I did whatever it took. It's where, you know, and <laughs> sometimes I had to fake it till I make it, right? But I was pushing myself because I didn't want to live that way anymore because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired of being that person. Um, I knew I was hurting my wife, my daughter. My daughter was scared. Like, I wouldn't say really scared of me, but like, here comes Grumpasaurus coming to the home, you know, all pissed off or whatever about whatever. And alcohol and shit didn't help, right? Because I felt some type of way about myself. So they didn't feel safe about sharing shit with me. They do now. Thank God I didn't lose that relationship and, and all that over those years. But um, I don't know. I'm kind of getting off track here. No, no. I, you have men right here that feel that they don't love themselves. I don't love myself. Talk to me, Josh. I'm coming to you right now. I just don't love myself. <laughs> Maybe you're talking to your old self, right? What'd you tell him? Well, now I thank my old self because I never gave up on myself, right? Because I knew I was worth more, but just the direction, like I didn't know exactly what to do or the direction to take on my own. I know I can't do this by myself now. I can't. I've already proved it before. When I tried doing it on my own, yes. I freaking failed and it lasted six years of failure, right? So obviously, all right, Josh doesn't know what he's doing. I had to reach out to a group. I had to follow direction. I'm an idiot. I'm going to fuck it up if I do it on my own. So, so this time around, I listen. So how are you going to love yourself? You're going to fucking follow direction. You got to follow direction. Quit doing things your own way, no matter how much you think that maybe if, oh, if I tweak it this way and do it this way, I'm going to make it easier on myself or I, I know better this and that, like. I want to follow the plan of what the guys that have the results are doing and actually listen and pay attention this yeah. time around. And it's worked. Are there in this process that you've been able to become kind of that man now, right? Because you're that man. They look, you're shredded, bro. And obviously there's so much level up in every, all of us. We have an infinite potential, but there's someone trying to get shredded. You're shredded. That's epic. In that process, becoming something that you wanted to be, is there any insight that you gained? Like, is there anything that you learned through this process that, you know, if I'm coming into it, well, what would you tell me if I doubt? Uh, just, just follow through with everything that you told. Be the word to yourself. Like if you said that you were going to do it, follow through and do it. That's it. Take the action. Like, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I think I think that we can like just do it. Make make anything hard on ourselves, right? By the way, that how we want to tweak everything and do it our own way, our little plans and designs or whatever. But I just freaking keep it simple. Like, 
I don't try to fuck around with like fasting or switching my macros or doing this or that or like the workouts or anything. Like I literally just follow suit. <laughs> That's it. I try to keep it simple, man. The work ethic and just just follow it. That's it. Everything else is going to reveal itself to you because everyone else, is, all you guys are on your own like journey. Every one of you guys has a, a, your own little plan that's provided for you. So just follow it. Everything else is going to come out, however it may be. You know, my mindset, spiritual, your physical, all that stuff. It's just part of the journey. Just just be open minded to it and honest with yourself and just follow it. Now, let's say, because that, that sounds like, okay, you're new to the program. Man, I've never been disciplined before. And someone's uh, like, I have the program, at least I think I do. But then something happens and I feel the pressure and the chaos and I, I give in. So what is what is your self-talk or in a moment where either temptation arises or you don't want to, like you just, you lost it all. How do you convince yourself to continue what how do you talk to yourself do you go through that daily at 1 30 in the morning or are you a robot do you just does uh, it, does it just happen to become a robot but before it was like <laughs> all right fucker like fuck you get up and get going and yeah sometimes i'll drift a little bit for like 15 minutes 20 minutes and just have to sit there and be like fuck i don't want to fucking do this man like fuck this or I feel some type of way. I don't always wake up like, hey, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, guys, and this and that. Sometimes I don't even want to make those videos and shit, right? But I've gotten to the point where I know that it ain't about me anymore. So I get, I get people messaging me. My family depends on me. And you guys all depend on me. And that's the one thing. The power is in the community, right? Like, without you guys, like, encouraging me with through your messages and stuff weekly and vice versa like i would fall off and be in the background again do you recognize your impact now and if so what does that look like um yeah i don't throw some bangers at you bro guys let me know like how much they appreciate me and stuff right but i i don't know call it being humble or whatever sometimes i'm just like all right cool you know i'm just fucking i'm just at war with myself every day right but i'm also sure you're in this chat and he's impacted you hey if you're if you're in this if you're in this zoom call okay and he's impacted you you can put your hand up or you can leave a comment okay as we go through this let him know bro you please sit in your power infinite impact like you are a savage bro yeah and you inspire the world straight up look at this look at this boom 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 boom, boom. look at that everybody man everybody much love guys <laughs> now josh Hey, Josh, I'm sorry to cut in, Ryan. Cut in, dude. Cut in. Go for it. I knew this guy was a fuck. Yeah. Josh, I knew you were a fucking savage at certification, dude. It was cold and rainy. It was end of March. We all know the sun didn't come out till the beginning of July. This dude rode his motorcycle. 
people from Arizona to a storm. I don't think he thought out or quit shivering for like 24 hours into surfcation. That's fair. And, and then I heard a little bit. Yeah, I heard a little bit about his story. And I was like, I knew this guy's a fucking savage and he's not there yet. But there's not a doubt in my mind that he will be. And you proved me right. And I'm so proud of you, dude. And most of all, I'm so stoked for you because I know what it feels like to walk past a mirror and not even want to look in. When you brush your teeth, you just stare into the bowl of the sink because you can't bear to look in the goddamn mirror. And now you can stand in front of a mirror and just give yourself a knowing smile and just go, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And that's all you have to say to yourself. And I am so fucking stoked that you get that feeling, brother, because I know how good it feels and how dark the other side feels. And that now that you love yourself, you got to find out how to make that transition of leveraging your pain to be successful, to staying on track when you don't have that pain anymore. And that's what I found was difficult. I don't have any pain to leverage because I don't fucking hate myself anymore. So you got to find that new thing to to keep you on track, that new motivating factor. But dude, I'm so stoked for you, man. And some people say it takes a different kind of person to do what you've done. Bullshit. It took you, bro. It took the old you to become the new you. I'm stoked for you, man. You made us all proud. Fuck yeah, brother. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> let's go, dude. Hey, hey, let's just take a moment. I was gonna ask about his family and how it's affected his marriage and his kid. We kind of we kind of know we've seen that and we we, we will. I, I want to touch there, but anybody just want to tell if, if anybody want to say something to Josh or ask him a question. You're welcome to. Um, I know I'm opening up early. We'll yeah, go back to the interview yeah, if you I, need I to. Can't, I can't think of anything. I don't want to sit here and talk. No, Josh, about that. no, dude, this is not about that. Something I go by what the universe tells me to do. That's what. That's what I do. That's how I run this. And someone's telling me for Ryan, guys to either ask questions, questions or share. So put your hand up if you got something. But who's that? Who spoke first? Let's go. Let's Who go was that? Well. I got a question. Yeah. Josh, can you feel your hands yet? I was so worried about you for so long. I was asking doctors at the hospital what they thought. Like, yeah. what do you think? He can, it's kind of tingling. And they're like, oh, he'll get it back. I just need to know. Actually, to be honest with you, I just thought about that like last week. I was like at work and I'm like, holy fuck, I can feel my fingertips again. Fuck but it yeah. literally took like, when was certification? Months ago? Yeah, I've been marked, bro, for a while. Yeah, like, if you guys don't know, yeah, like they said, I rode my Harley from Phoenix to San Diego, no big deal, but I didn't know going through the freaking mountain pass, there was a storm, it snowed on me, it was the most miserable motorcycle ride of my life, my jaw was chattering by the time I got to that beach house, and I could not feel my fingertips for, honestly, up until like the last couple of weeks, I've just barely yeah. gotten feeling in my fingertips from that ride. Yeah, he was, he was colder than a corpse, but the most 
on fire man I've ever seen. I was like, this guy's kind of like, I don't know, reserve. No, he was just frozen. He had to defrost in California. You fucking crushed it, bro. Proud of you. Well, you know, I, I rode the bike out um, kind of like with the mindset of like, like every warrior has like a, a journey or something like a path. I kind of use that as like, you know, my envision, like I rode my freaking Harley to certification to make a change in my life. Right. So I had to go through like that journey or whatever. And it, it definitely was. <laughs> and it changed me. I came out shifted in some type of way. Dude, when we first met, I honestly thought you were going to lose a finger that day. <laughs> Your hands were like blocks of ice. Yeah, it was brutal. And then I made him get in the cold ocean too. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, you guys want to know something? This whole, yes. This whole transformation, I, I did it in my garage with a set of dumbbells, a bench press, and a pull-up tower and body weights. Like, I have been to the gym two times, and that was at Surfcation. So you don't need all the fucking fancy gym equipment, this and that. Telling yourself he just robs all your excuses. You need whatever. sleep? He's like, fuck you. I get up at 1.30 in the morning. You need weights? Fuck you. I work out my job or in my garage. Oh, I work a lot. Fuck you. I work overtimes too. Yeah, burpees. He robs all your excuses, bro. Oh, I, I have alcohol. Trouble with alcohol. Fuck you. So did I. Dude. Savage. Anyways, BJ, what you got for Josh? What's up, homie? What's up, brother? Blue collar bad boys. That's right. Dude, for anybody on this call that doesn't know Josh, let me explain a few things. So I've been in this program like, I don't know, fucking four months or something. And uh, dude, I cried every freaking morning for probably the first four weeks. And I think Ryan talked me into doing an Instagram and shit. I was like, man, I want to hold myself accountable. You know, see what this shit's all about. Just start posting authentic shit. Bro, I started crying on, like, the first one on the treadmill. I just posted this shit up, and uh, Josh was, like, the first guy. I just get this message from some dude named Joshua Plant. Like, you got this, brother. And, man, I never forgot that. A little emotional, man, because uh, I feel like a certain kinship to you, and I just want you to know that. I want everybody on here to know, you know, what a real motherfucker you are. And something I connect with you on that is, you know, the whole blue collar thing, like the working man and stuff, but it's, you had a video, man. And I know I reached out to you offline and told you this, but there was a video of your daughter looking at you while you was roller skating. And the way your daughter was looking at you, I was like, that's fucking, that's what it's about right there. You know? right there. That's what that right there is what it's about, you know? And especially all of us has got kids and stuff. You're like, okay, yeah, he's lifting. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're trying to lift too, but it's it's the other shit, man. It's the stuff about, you know, you got a beautiful wife. You got that little girl that looks at you the way that she does. And, man, that's everything, bro. And uh, so from, you know, one quote-unquote working man to the other, you know, you know I got nothing but love and respect for you, man. And also, um, I appreciate the shit out of you giving me, letting my oldest son have your phone number when he flew down there, you know, just to have like a, a backup plan, man. That stuff means the world to me. 
And I just want to get on here and let everybody know you're a straight fucking savage and I love you, bro. And that's it, bro. Congratulations. Hey, this is only the beginning, though. This ain't no no finish line. No, this is just another another checkpoint to me. To bring up about family life, yes, my family life has 10 times, I mean through the marriage mastery calls with Whitney, Kyle, and everyone's direction on that. Like, you know, I'm dating my wife again. Um, we we play grab ass a lot more. Sometimes we fuck like we're in high school. Like, whatever. <laughs> Let's go! Before. And now we are, you know? Um, my daughter isn't um, scared to be open with me. She's actually surprised the shit out of me. Sometimes I'll be alone with her at night just me and her and she'll just start opening up to me and spilling her guts about shit and i'm like are you an adult what the hell's going on here i can't believe you're sharing this stuff with me as before she wouldn't because she was she was scared i would be mad or whatever right so and then i asked my wife the biggest change that she saw in me and um it's patience and the, and then i'm happy and obviously being happy is because i love myself again right so um yeah this isn't just a physical thing (laughs) it's more than that that's just a byproduct of the work your physical change is just the byproduct of work the real work is internal how you treat yourself how you treat your others around you how you you look at the world differently you know and um it ain't about me anymore i just i just want to be i just want to help out as many people that i can while i'm here from here on forward that's my main vision i have for myself that that vision didn't come at me overnight either but that that's i know that's my you know my purpose is to help others um save themselves and that i think that's i think that's what superhuman fathers is and encompasses as we're here to help each other save ourselves from ourselves why because I'm my own worst enemy, and I know you guys feel that way too. So, what I would you consider? What would you consider when you say save save ourselves? What would you consider that's to find out? How would you? How would you? Um, what do you mean by that? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is our self sabotage we do towards ourselves, the negative vices that we run to. I mean, we, we do it all: food, porn sex drugs alcohol you name it there's so many there's a list of items that we all run to when we're stressed when we feel some type of way about ourselves when we don't feel worthy when we don't love ourselves and that shit snowballs right the deeper we get into it the the worse we feel about ourselves and then we start destroying everything else around us so saving ourselves is we start with our self first you got to make it selfish at first so it's all internal. You got to start taking those actions daily. But the disciplines, I mean, all the blueprints, it's so fucking simple. Watch what you're putting in your mouth. Drop drop the fucking drink, for Christ's sake. Like, it ain't like, and I ain't saying drop the drink because, oh, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't, I, I, I don't have an issue with that, whatever. But I didn't plan on being an alcoholic or anything like that. But that's what I was raised around. And one one of the things that I've realized is like if if I'm doing that, 
type of behavior in front of my kids, they're going to grow up thinking that it's okay for them to do that, or that's how they should handle life by going to those types of vices, right? So, so you don't break the chain, just the cycle continues generation after generation. Um, my dad's dad was that way. My dad was that way. I'm this way. Now it's up to me to break that freaking generational chains. So my kids, my daughter, and then my other unborn kid that's coming doesn't have to suffer the way that I suffer and think that it's okay that they need to go run to that type of stuff because I made it seem like that's what you have to do to cope with life. That's so good. How do you view your wife and daughter differently now? Is there a difference in how you view them or how maybe we can do specific? How do you view your wife? And how do you view your daughter? Um, well, I, everything I do is for them from going to work. When I come home, I'm a service of them. I, you know, I don't care what needs to be done. It's from the small basic shift from dishes, laundry, cooking them dinner, this and that, right? Like I'll do that stuff for them. But like those guys are my everything. Like I'm here to serve them. I, I don't matter. I take care of myself first thing this morning, 1.30 a.m., right? After that, it's everybody else. And that's my purpose every day. Take care of me first, first thing in the morning. That's why I'm, early morning wake-ups are so important. So you're taking care of yourself, getting your mind right and everything. That way you can focus on everyone else the rest of the day. Um, and that's who it's for. It's, about, it's for you guys and it's for them. It ain't about me anymore. I don't care. I don't care about me. I just want to help everyone else and make everyone else feel good, you know? And yet you find your power there. You find love for yourself in that. You need nothing. It is, because it's fulfilling. Me. Ain't that weird? The empty cup is the filled cup, huh? Right. Man. Um, okay. So give me a little contrast then with the, your wife's perception of you. And has that caught up? Or what was it like? How did she look at you versus how she looks at you now? Oh, well, back then, I, I was with, you know, drinking and everything, like, I wasn't being a good leader. So guess what she was doing to cope with my shit? She was getting in shitty habits, too. Smoking weed every day, drinking with me, eating like shit, right? But as soon as I started shifting the other direction, guess who started following? My wife. She's been smoking weed every day since she was 13. She's 36 years old now, and now she don't smoke weed. Do you think that was a coincidence, or do you think maybe it was because she was following my lead? So that's just one thing right there, and that's huge. And it was rough for a couple of weeks, man, because she's like, I've never quit smoking weed since I was 13 years old. And then for like the first oh, couple of weeks, she was like, I fucking hate this. She was going through all kinds of crazy ups and downs and stuff. And I go, just stick with it. You saw me. I've stuck with it and I've made it past it. You can too. And then eventually she's gotten the mindset where she's like, you're right. I don't need that. I've been using that to cope and never like dealing with my feelings because I always use that. And now she's cut that off and now she's able to deal with her feelings without any type of substance. So that's just one little thing of why we why it's important us as men in our homes to lead because we need to lead our family 
If you go lead the other way, they're just going to follow and do the negative shit. If you're doing positive shit, they're going to follow eventually and do positive shit. And then you grow together. Let's go. Dropping bombs, Josh. All right, Isaias has been waiting. He wants to say something. I'm going to let him. Yeah, Josh, congratulations, man. You're a fucking savage. Thanks, bro. I've called Josh out of the blue, like, I think about two or three times. And he's just, dude, so fucking kind with me. So fucking cool. He's just answering questions. I just call him to make a poll about things. He's just giving me all his knowledge. So I got a technical question now, bro. I think it's going to serve a lot of people. Like, <laughs> was there a moment on your deep cut where you lost it? Where you, maybe you ate more than you had to. Maybe you had a, I, I think you guys call it binge on food, right? Like, and if you did, what's your steps to getting back on power? Um, well, th uh, honestly, I never, I never binged. <laughs> I didn't, man. This, Savage. This, you guys this, see that? Yeah, see this, all your excuses, bro. Like, shut up. Like uh, when when I when I was done with Wes's program before I joined SHF, I gave myself a month, and even then, I had become such like I, I was like so used to eating right that I couldn't even fucking allow myself to eat like shit. Like I think I had pizza with my daughter one night, and maybe like an ice cream cookie and shit, and even that I was like, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I understand this mode, Josh. I know it's yeah, and like and and you can ask these guys; they'll tell you. My my family, they're like Josh has the power because they offer me. They like treats, and my daughter especially. She's a fucking eight year old kid. She's like, Dad, eat a cookie with me. I'm like, Nope, you know. So just don't do it. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> Epic. That was epic. You want to see the results or don't you? Like, I've been selfish most of my life, man. It's like I've given my power away most of my life. Now I'm taking it. I've taken it so much so that not only have I quit the vices of drinking and stuff, I haven't watched <laughs> porn in like a year. I haven't jacked off in probably six plus months. Come on, let's go. That for my wife. That's it. Like, I have never been this disciplined in my life. My biggest vice is like, fucking red bull or whatever to get me through the morning because obviously i'm up at 1 30 in the morning with five hours of sleep man i i hit i hit those walls especially in those deep cuts but that's it man and honestly with that i've i'm that's tapped me in on so many levels that i didn't even know existed like you just get you get like these little spurts of like gratitude where you get chills and like watery eyes or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Just feel that, and I know that's just gratitude and like love for myself. And that's that's through the disciplines. Um, so Kyle just hopped in here, which is cool. What's up, Kyle? Made it. Um, but it, you said something as you you just held the line but it's not like hadn't had the experience before something when you're listening like oh no like how could i just not look at his story this is what's so powerful with you josh it's like you were a deep you were deep in the darkness you were deep and right now you're just like this illuminating savage just just illuminate savagery 
And so right now, if you're doubting yourself, this is exactly the concept, the weakness, what used to trigger your selfishness will trigger selflessness, depending on how you prepare it. And Josh has created standard operating procedures or his non-negotiables where it's just, he doesn't even think. There's not even an option. I put a donut on the counter. He doesn't even, it's, that's not in my standard operating procedure. Right. Savage. Right. Unless, unless Chris gives me a carb load for the day. Yeah. That's a different story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Unless Chris says, hey, you have to eat one of these. Oh, epic, bro. Awesome. What powerful knowledge, man. Good wisdom here. All right. Uh, I didn't see who was next. I think maybe Christian. I think Aaron can't doesn't know how to put his hand up too. So we'll, we won't forget you, Aaron. So Christian, I think you were next before it. Hey, man. I just wanted to say congratulations. And I'm super proud of you, man. I just seeing who you were before while I met you in certification compared to now. And just like the way that you operate, man, has been has been amazing to see, to say the least, man. You've completely changed, and um, I've just, I've just been watching your stories. And every day, man, it's automatic for you. It's been, it's been, it's been really, really inspiring. And I'm just like sitting here. I'm like, man, this dude is a savage. I need to get to this type of level. So you're pushing me to keep, like, I. I've been I've been slacking. I just need to finish this shit. And you're like tipping me at that point. I've been I was at like one uh eighty nine the other day and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I'm going back up. I've been doing this wave and I just see I just see them abs popping on you. And I was like, oh my God, he is killing it. And so I'm out of like 180 today. I'm I'm ready to go. And I, it's because of you, man. So thank you. I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of what's going on with you, man. Right on. Appreciate you, Christian. I see you, man. You're working hard. You're doing great, dude. Trust me. Trust me. You're so, a lot so at your age than I was at your age. So <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Trust me. Some of you guys are like, I want to be like Josh when I'm 40, you know, like ICAS. Uh, dude, I fuck your name up every time. I'm sorry, brother. But he's like, he's messing me. He's like, Josh, how old are you? I'm like 41 years old. He's like, man, I want to be like you when I'm 41. I go, no. I told him, didn't I? I was like, no. You fucking better not be like me when you're 41. I go, I'm late to the game, dude. Like, I don't know how old he is, 20s or whatever, but you better be fucking surpassing my ass when you're 41, dude. Let's go. Hey, Kyle, you're coming in. Uh, everyone asked, or now, I, I think it was Isaias that asked Josh. He goes, hey, um, so, like, what happens? How do you come back from screwing up your macros? And he just looks in the camera and says, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I haven't screwed up my macros for, like, 18 months. So, yeah, it was pretty, pretty savage, bro. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyways, Kyle, um, I know you're with some some cool peeps, but. I know you have, I'm going to let you jump the line. I don't know what's going on in your life, but I want you to, I, I know we have special feelings for Josh as he's, it's incredible what, how he leads and how he just shows up at one thirty in the morning and is building a following and sharing superhuman fathers.
but I just want to give you a moment to let them know your thoughts and then we can continue. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this right now. Um, I'm on a private jet with Andy Elliott, hanging out with Bradley, Carlos Reyes, um, all these fucking big shots, a bunch of big wigs. And I'll tell you what, I'd rather sit in a fucking room with Josh, shoot the shit, talk about real shit, not on some fucking private jet, but in your fucking room, in your house, talking about real life with a man that fucking lives it and does it, period. That's what matters. I've never been on a private jet. It was cool. It was cool. Fun. Those are fun things. But this is the shit that matters. And Josh will be owning his own fucking private jet if he keeps this trajectory up, period. So it doesn't even matter, man. I just, I mean, what we're doing here, it doesn't happen anywhere else. Because I'm all over the place. I see it all. This level of commitment is so rare. So very, very rare. And so very powerful. We watched it happen. That's all I have to say. Appreciate you, Kyle. I was telling these guys of mine, big shift was that certification. And I know there was a, a few things that made me shift, but one of them, it was especially after that breath work, but then there was another thing where I, I think it was after the breath work where I, I said, like what was shown to me is that I'm worthy, right? Like I saw like my inner child or whatever, this and that, and all the stuff that you can see during breath work. And then uh, you told me that I am worthy. And I think that was a huge shift is here and other guys you guys saw it in me when I really kind of didn't see it in myself so I accepted it at that time right and like Christian said and all you guys saw like after certification I've shifted because I know I'm said, worthy I am remember worthy. we said remember what we said about your wife you have to earn their respect first before you can submit to them and I would tell you you were in a room full of men that you respected and when they when you have that respect from another man then you have the ability to tell them they're worthy now you hold that same ability to tell the other men here that they're worthy and they'll believe you oh yes that's it that's what i would I, yes my favorite thing man because the whole time we're always worried about proving our worthiness we're always how selfishly you selfishly think about oh when will i be worthy what do i have to achieve and then finally you realize you're already worthy and you need to become the man that when people walk in the room, you can say that they, you can remind them that they're already worthy and they believe you because you're such a fucking savage. Thank you, Josh. You do that for me. That. That's what it is. That's what it is, bro. That's why when you told me, bro, because I, I, I felt it. People told it to me or whatever, but you gave that to me. The first time I met you, man. There it is right there. Let's go. That was beautiful. Damn. Love it. All right. It. Okay, Corey Tucker, and then Levi, and then Rob, and then Rob. Two Robs. Robert, Roberto first. Go, go, Corey. What's up, Josh? That's, hey, uh, that's Jason Statham. <laughs> oh, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe soon enough I'll have a career like this. Hey, man, listen, I just wanted to say I came in here January 28th. I've been watching what you've done since that time. 
I, look, I'm inspired by every man who has the balls to join this this group of men. But there are some folks on here that take it to the next level for me, keep me disciplined, keep me uh, in line, keep me waking up like before the alarm clock goes off at three o'clock and you're one of them, dude. And I just want to say thank you, man. Like I, I, I need you guys and, 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 and you, you're one of them, especially. So thank you, brother. Congratulations. You're absolutely on fire. I can't, we're walking this thing together and it gives me goosebumps to even talk about it. And I'm fired up. I'm fired up to be, be, be your brother, man. Oh yeah. Wait till you guys see me in six more weeks, by the way, when I win the fucking competition that all you guys better have signed up for. Here we go. Here we go. Another check hey, point. Man. I'm going to be more ripped in six more weeks and then rip six more months from now. All right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, congrats, brother. You too. Next time. Thank uh, you. Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, if you guys aren't used to that kind of um, shit talking, um, get used to it and do it and love it and love each other for it and, and cheer each other on when you speak with the power of belief in yourself. All of you should be thinking that. Fuck you, this is mine. Out of my way. And dude, you guys stay plugged into the community that's so important to stay plugged into the community even if you don't want to or you don't think you have anything of value to share whatever like open up be honest with everybody and stay plugged in and if you if you're wanting if you're looking for cheers you better be cheering others on yourself as well so what goes around comes around right so fill everyone else's cup they're going to fill yours back but the biggest thing is power in the community that's what we're here for is to support each other love each other. This is honestly the safest place I've ever been. Everyone here is safe to be vulnerable and open up and it's life-changing. So just continue that. Everyone's doing a great job at it, but continue it. And if you guys see yourself or if that you, if you hear me and, and you are kind of like in the background, start reaching out. You're going to start getting all the results that you envision for yourself if you start plugging in with everybody. It's the only way. Levi, you still in here? Hi, Josh. You're a savage, uh, Levi. Thanks. Hey, what's up, so, brother? Uh, very impressive. So congratulations eh, for your massive change. Thank you. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you, I mean, and especially, you know, like before you were kind of like, uh, you know, smoking weed and drinking and so on. So I'm sure that one of the things that happened was that you had like your bitch, like your big bunch of buddies, um, you know, before. So my question to you is like, how did you live this transformation, like your weekends, like on your spare time, meaning apart from your wife and daughter? So like, were you still meeting like the same group of friends you changed it and then if you did meet them how did you behave you know like whatever you know bars barbecues etc how you know you made that shift let's say um i mean honestly the the last part of my drinking it was mostly just my myself at the house right like i had a couple oh, of okay. people to do that with so that wasn't a hard shift and the one friend and some of the friends that I was partying with, they knew me when I was sober prior. So 
okay. they were in full support when I got sober again. They're still my friends, right? So true friends are always going to stick around regardless of the shift. Okay. They want so they so so they basically supported your, your yeah. Job. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Did you ever feel pushback in your nutrition though? Around people or no? Oh hell yeah, dude. Honestly, food, yeah. Of course. Cause you know, the friends see it like, dude, you've lost like 50 pounds, 60 pounds, 70 pounds, you know, as I progress in the weight loss. You're like, come on, you can have a slice of cake or whatever. But I got friends, you know, they just like talking shit, whatever. Give me a hard time. But then the real ones will look at me and be like, fuck, you hold the power, bro. Like I respect the shit out of you for saying no. Cause food's a hard one, man, for everybody, dude. I've quit heroin, meth, alcohol. I've done all that shit and I did it hard. And food, that's the hardest. So <laughs> any one of you, all you guys here that are disciplined every day and tracking your macros and shit, my hat goes off to you guys because you guys are strong as fuck. Cause food is the hardest thing to discipline yourself with everything else is easy amazing all right i think it was handsome rob next then we'll take cokewell drew and brian hey yeah uh, first first off congratulations man uh you're you're a savage i've been watching you for a while now and uh you motivated me today to come to the gym after work, man. I was freaking have a raging headache, and I'm here in my jeans at Planet Fitness. But uh, uh, I just walked in. But uh, my question is, um, you said that you were on Wes's program for, I think you said, a year. And then you came over to see the Human Fathers. Um, why? I, I don't know if you had success in the program with Wes or not, but what brought you, and, and sorry if I missed this, but what brought you to Superhuman Fathers and and then you've had obvious success over here. So I'm just wondering, like, what was the difference um, that, um, I know there's a lot different, I'm sure, but like, what was it that clicked for you that really helped you align with your your purpose and your values um, that, that you weren't doing over there, if that was the case? I mean, I, you know, I much love the the West and his program that he started this. I mean, I was following Kyle um, when I was in West's program before you, Kyle even started at SHF. So I kind of followed along with that. Um, but when I started getting involved at the marriage mastery calls with my wife, because she hired Whitney, um, I just knew. I don't know, man. I just that was my calling, man. Just like the I, I think the, the whole family orientated thing and stuff. And then obviously, as soon as I got in a call, like Kyle called me and said, cool, man, I, I signed up with him. And then and then I talked to Ryan, like, come on, man, it's the world's greatest hype, man. As soon as fucking Ryan called me, I like I fell in love with him immediately. And I was like, damn, this is what it's like. Like, this is awesome. And then I, I jumped in with with you guys and the whole networking thing and everything and everyone's chatting and stuff. And you just know, you know, in your heart, like, oh, man, this is my tribe for sure. Because I wasn't involved when I was in Wes's program with with the with those guys there. Like I was, yeah. At first, I was like going at it, but then eventually, I just kind of drifted away, and I was just in the background all, all the time. I, I barely even talked to Wes, you know. I was just kind of scared, but I was still just chugging along. But with this group, I just feel a different type of way. It's just a whole another vibe. I feel safe. Um, 
all you guys are just freaking studs on here. Everyone's uh, here with like love and support and compassion for each other. Everyone's family orientated. You know what I mean? And that's that's the biggest thing that yeah to me. I just I love superhuman fathers, man. This is the best. This is the best fucking group, hands down. Right on. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, I just wondered. I I listened to Wes for several years and and never did anything you know i like i liked his message but you know and i grew up with wes and kyle and it wasn't until you know kyle started superhuman fathers and i i started following him on instagram as well and i felt i think a similar safety and and like this was my tribe like not that no nothing against wes's content or anything that he does but i just felt more of like it was something that i fit in better so yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I forgot who was next. Was it Coquel? I think so. Coquel, Drew, yeah. and then Brian. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. So, so I got I got a question. So, Josh, you said like at, at some point, like you just don't miss, and I totally understand that because. I used to tell Flores, like, I'm a machine, like, just plug in my stuff and, and I'll do it. Like, I'm going to get the work done. But that, that came from like a lot of internal hurt and like past things that had happened uh, in my life that like drove me to that point. So like for everyone else, like what, what was your biggest struggle during your transformation? Uh, and, and what'd you do to like overcome it or get to that point where you could just be like, give me the work. I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter. I'm here. I'm all in. Like what, what was it? Like, how could you inspire some of us that are like struggling or having a hard time? Just <laughs> my thing is just knowing who I'm doing it for, you know, my, mm. my, my wife, my daughter, like. And I gave them my word, like my word means more to me than anything now, because I used to not be my word at all. I'd always talk, 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 but never follow through. Now I'm following through, right? And now they're following. And I got other people following outside of you guys, like on my Instagram and friends in other states reaching out and shit. So I have to do this because now I'm being the example and I don't care about myself anymore. It's just about being the example for everyone else so that's what's keeping me going when i'm struggling i think about them i think about the word that i gave myself and the word that i gave them and that i don't want to disappoint anyone yeah i think that's huge like you have to tie like some bigger purpose to it it's not yeah, about purpose. the burpees or, I tie or a purpose to all of it yes yeah and like there's times i like i text ryan i'm like dude I, I fucked up but like I, I missed my macros by five but like like you just don't miss but like you care so much about everyone else that it like drives you to be successful which in return just inspires so many people which is totally what you're doing and you like you crushed it and you continue to inspire people i'm so proud of you bro thanks brother brother let's go it's so good Yes. And that's the other thing. Don't beat yourself up, man. If you guys fall short on one meal or one day or whatever, pick yourself up and you got there's a whole nother day to just be better. 
Uh, I know a lot of guys like to be like, if, if, if you give into an yeah, if you give into an excuse, Josh will smash it for you. So you know, just so you know, start like hating on yourself and shit. But you gotta also look back and be like, where was I six months ago, three months ago, a year ago? Like you're not you're not gonna be the same person. You should always be progressing forward. So if you fall short for one day, like oh well, fix. See where you fucked up and fix it the next day and keep on chucking forward, man. You know, no reason to cry about it. Just keep going. Josh, my dude, I'm still on the mic. I don't care. I'm jumping in here. Aaron, You're my boy, Blue. Savage. Hey. I forgot. You I know, doesn't know how to put his hand I up. know you do. It's okay. That's why I jumped in. Yeah, jump in, Aaron. Hey, you know, anytime I was down, you've always inspired me. You told me, you know, stop being a fucking... I ever forget something you said one time, like, you know, you are worthy and stop being a selfish, you know, person. And you, you've always shined for me, brother. Like, uh, you know, a blue collar redneck. Well, I'm a redneck, you know, but you know, you've always kept me up, man. When I was down, I mean, reached out for whatever reason. Uh, I never thought I would have a friend like that. You know, um, usually when I'm down, I'm down, but man, you've always been there for me. Um, Berkey, Berkey gang, but I haven't done them in a while, but you know, Hey, I just want you to know that, you know, you're a very big inspiration for me. Um, I probably don't tell you enough, but, dude, I fucking love you. And fucking you've always been there for me, and I appreciate everything you do. And you inspire me to do better, be better. So I just want to tell you that, brother. Love you. Love you, Aaron. Thank you. Let's go, Aaron. Big things happening for you, bro. Get some. Absolutely. He's on fire right now. <clears throat> All right, Adam. What's up, man? Congratulations. I'm, I'm really, really happy for you. Um, when we met at uh, certification, it, uh, it was powerful to see your example um, and, and just kind of have you sit back and just pay attention and then to see you kind of open up. It was awesome. Um, but you have inspired me so much just over the last four to six weeks and I look up to you and you've you've uh, shit on all of my excuses and uh, that is I I still have the excuse of like I I'm scared to do social media right I, I I've been called to do social media but I have not followed through with that yet and I look at you every day, putting yourself out there. And I just admire you and look up to you and your, your extreme action. I mean, just extreme discipline. And so thank you so much for that. Um, thank you. Thanks, Adam. Appreciate you. And dude, talk to the camera. Actually, Kyle helped me with that. Another certification thing that I learned out there is like, who gives a fuck what anyone thinks? I just look, when I'm talking to the camera, I just picture that I'm talking to you guys. You guys love me. It's a safe place. So I don't care. So my message is not only to my friends here, but it's a message to myself. So once you get that in your, um, your head, it gets a lot easier. So just try doing that. You guys served this up. I have to, I got to pitch it. Because you keep hearing certification, 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 certification over and over and transformation. transformation. So uh, why the fuck have you not signed up for our next men's event? 
So if, you're not, if you're not coming to Dallas, like buy a ticket and come to Dallas. We're going to be hanging out with three days. There's going to be a bunch of speakers. I'm speaking. Unfortunately, I think, I don't think JP, Jordan Peterson, I think he backed out of the deal. So those of you who did buy tickets, if you came to see Jordan Peterson and not me, uh, we can re refund your tickets. But <laughs> it's going to be epic. We're going to have an epic workout in the morning. Come be with us. You see what happens. There, I'm done. Thank you. I'm going to Dallas. I haven't even bought flights yet. I don't even know anything about it. Besides, I bought those tickets. I actually <laughs> forgot to buy flights. I got to buy flights, too. Hey, and can you high rollers buy some fucking VIP tickets or CEO so you can hang out with me? That'd be awesome. I always buy CEO tickets every fucking time, and I did when I was broke. <laughs> That's why he's on a private jet, or was. <laughs> Dude, I, Carlos Reyes... I see him. build I connections. See him. That guy runs over to me. He's like, Kyle, what's up, dude? How's superhuman fathers? Everyone's like, what the fuck? How do you know everybody? Because I go to everything. That's why. Well, Daryl, you want to tell uh, Josh how much you love him? And if you want to go to any of these events and you have questions, you can text Chris or me. Hey, can I, can I, uh, can I add, say, add one more thing? Um, Josh, you mentioned yeah, something that when sure. uh, you mentioned something when uh, when you were trying to kick alcohol or and everything that uh, when you thought that you had gotten to a place that you had arrived, you always fell back. Um, what? Why do you think that was? I think, well, like I said, I just like the unworthiness kind of part. Like I, like I'd get to certain points where I felt like maybe I wasn't good enough or deserved some good stuff in my life. Why I felt that type of way. I don't know, but it's just self-sabotage at that point. Anytime I would get to a certain level and I felt like I wasn't deserving of it or whatever, I would just self-sabotage. Was there trauma or anything in your life that you had to bring to light in order to feel worthy? Or was it just the, the fact that other men that you looked up to said you are worthy? That right there. Other men awesome. that I looked up to said that I was worthy. That helped me out big time. That's awesome. Awesome. Let's go. Be the father you can tell your son he's worthy and he believes you. Right. Go, Daryl. Go uh -huh. for it. All right. Sorry, guys. But I have to tell Joshua that I love you, man. You, I, I don't know what it is, but I resonated with you. And I come to find out that, you know, you were a lot like me. You, were, you sat back. You were you're quiet at certification. Then I find out that you were just frozen, dude. When you come out of certification, you're on fire. And I just love the fact that you um, that you're constantly posting videos. You're constantly giving of yourself. They always say that you're the um, most. Dude, you raised way higher than most. And I just want to tell you that I love you and I appreciate you and I appreciate everything you've done for me and uh, how you push me to be the best I can be. So I just wanted to let you know that. Thanks, Daryl. You're the man. Love you, bro.
All right, Ryan and then Matt. All right, Josh, I just wanted to say congratulations. I can't get over uh, Brian Robertson's uh, your special day. That was uh, <laughs> that was really sweet. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to say congratulations, man. You're crazy inspiring. Like every morning when I wake up and I've got that resistance, like you've already posted on social media. You've already written a diatribe. You've already done 600 pull-ups. It's crazy, man. Um, so keep it up because you're, you're really, you know, I, I know I speak for the group when I say you're keeping a lot of us on track. You know, you're a, you're the white rabbit we're all chasing. And uh, yeah, man, one of these days I'm going to clean that garage mirror though. <laughs> yeah. Right on, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you. Matt. He's about to bench press us right now. Almost. Uh, Mr. Plante, I want to tell you, it's been great getting to know you and your family. Um, I appreciate the inspiration of, of just you being up every morning. Every time I get up and it's like 4.50 and I'm like, well, Josh has already been up for like two fucking hours. So get out of bed. Um, anyway, congratulations, man. I know it's been a, a long road for you and you deserve every, every reward and every minute of that you get from here. So I'm glad things are going well for you and your family. And uh, hey, thank you, man. You're my, you're my first Savage client ever. Yeah, that's right. Appreciate you, Matt. Yeah, Matt, I, I signed up for uh, life insurance. I got that through Matt. So any of y'all need some life insurance, link up with Matt. He got you. I just gave Matt 50 grand to invest for me. And uh, I did it because we were on that one call where um, I was talking about being a pussy and, and I'll be afraid to put your money where your mouth is. And I, I heard the voice real clear. And Matt's little head just shined. It goes, it goes, ask him how much his minimum is and then double it. Fuck. Let's go. Minimum, Get it. Pal, min, the minimum just went up, man, because of you. <laughs> there you go, dude. Hey, when the voice second speaks, savage client. we fucking listen, dude. And I think I got 10% on that money last month. So good job. All right, brothers. Well, I guess we know how much we love John. Yeah, I appreciate all the love, guys. But seriously, let's just get back to work. Yeah, he needs nothing. He's like, you wake up early, hit your no. macros. I love on your families the rest of the evening, boys. That was epic. So good. All right. I hope you enjoyed this transformation from superhuman fathers. And one thing I want you to know is that anyone can do this. Yes, even you. Go to superhumanfathers.com and apply for the brotherhood right now. Next time on Superhuman Fathers Transformation Podcast. So back in December, I was in the gym and, and uh, you know, pushing up some heavy squats. And I get this call. <laughs> that my house is on fire <laughs> from a neighbor. And I had no idea if my family was okay. Um, <clears throat> so I just, I pretty much like dropped everything and just ran out of the, out of the gym. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd walked there. And so it was a sprint to get to the house. 0.3 miles, that's it.
0.3 miles. And I, I could see my house, you know, this just pillar of smoke and, and flames coming from the roof of my house. And <clears throat> I still could not sprint all the way there. I was out of breath. And here I'm thinking, <clears throat> you know, I don't know if my kids are okay. I don't know if my wife got out. Like, I had no idea what was going on as I was running toward the house. And, uh, and so, you know, in that moment, that it hit me as like, dang it, I'm out of shape. And if I had to run to save my family, like right now, I can't do it. I'm, I'm just not there. 